0: Praise the Lord, everybody. Can we stand on our feet and give God a praise and a shout this morning if you're happy and excited to be here just for being alive? Can we praise God for that? We're so excited to thank you for joining with us this morning. And if you're tuning in, we thank you for joining in with us. Please go ahead and click that like button and that subscribe button. Can we worship and praise the Lord like we're thankful this morning? Anybody have something to be thankful for? This is the day that the Lord has made. So let us rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together like this. Has he been a father to anybody? If you don't mind, can you just lift your hands and just bless him this morning? crown and stand. So we lift you and say, I'm a- so oh. So can you lift it up today and help us say, I'm up. He said, it.
1: morning and good morning.
2: If you are visiting with us for the first time, let me encourage you to please uh, stop by the guest station in the lobby. Uh, We want to bless you with a gift. This is our way of saying thank you for being in our church today we also want to say thank you to those of you that got fascinated yesterday. We are grateful for your obedience and thank you for keeping all of us safe. Amen. Finally, I want to mention there is a club that is Now in our church, I call it the Pastor's Club. By permission of the Holy Spirit, all of us, we we know we are trying to build a building for our young people. And so the Pastor's Club is an invitation to everyone that is led by God to be a part of this mission and we're asking those who are able to give a thousand dollars and I'll be the one of them to give and as many of you as can join us and all of that money will be used exclusively 100% for the youth building you're not able to give a $1,000, uh, and the Lord has blessed you, you, you share in the vision that we should keep our young people off the street. Even the winers know what the problem is in this community. There's not much for young people to do. That's basically the problem. Now, we can pray about it. <laughs> we, can, we can march around about it. But we have to do something about it. So that's what this club is all about. Uh, Some of you already gave. I got a report and I saw the names of people who have given. So if the Lord is leading you in this direction, please be a part of what God is doing. Amen. We welcome all of you who are joining us on live stream, whether you're local or national or international. We are grateful. To everyone being a part of what God is doing here at Zion Hill. If you have your Bible with you, will you please turn with me to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 2. And if you're able to, I invite you to stand with me in reference to the Word of God. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 2, verse number 3. Just one verse today. Deuteronomy, chapter 2, verse number 3. The Bible says, you have composed this mountain long enough. It's time to turn, not what. Let's pray, Father. We're grateful for the word of God. Grass withereth, flowers fade, but the word of God will stand forever. Holy Spirit, we thank you for your presence in our worship. Thank you for the opportunity to lift up the name of Jesus Christ. Now we want you to feed us, feed our spirit, man, feed our soul, and Lord, we know it will affect our body. Help our healing today. We bring before you all of our needs, all of our concerns, all of our situation, and Lord, we thank you for the touch of the Master. Have your way in this house. We'll be careful to give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. It is in the precious name of Jesus Christ we pray. And the church say, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. I want to talk with you for a few minutes on the subject titled... Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Please permit me to give you a background to this sermon. Every now and then I take, take you behind the scene to let you know how these messages come to your pastor. Especially for the benefit of those of you who are in ministry because people wonder, how do messages come? How do sermons and and series come? I was just like any other person. I was watching my television one day, and I saw the President of the United States talking about the violence and all the crisis going on, all the mass shooting, and he said, Enough is enough. You said we've got to do something. Well, honestly, I don't remember all the other details. The only thing that grabbed my attention was the simple phrase, enough is enough. And so now you know where that come from. Now, then I begin to search the heart of God concerning the subject, and now I'm going to share with you what he shared with me. In the passage I just read to your hearing is the story of the Israelites. You all are familiar with this story. Uh, they were in bondage for 430 years in Egypt. Am I right about it? Then God set them free. And now God is taking them to their promised land. I can stop them preach all day because to you and me, there is a promised land. And so, if you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you, he will lead you to a promised land. But for whatever reason, as the Israelites were going, they got to a place where they're just going round and round in circle. You know, there's a place in Alexandria like this. We call it the circle. Now, if you don't know where you're going, you're going to find yourself going round and round and round in circle. I'm always amazed how simple the Bible is and how relevant the Bible is. As I was reading about the Israelites, I remember the circle in Alexandria. And bless God, ladies and gentlemen, God showed up. He said, okay, folks, you've been going around this circle for too long. It's time. To move forward. And ladies and gentlemen, I believe there are areas of our lives, your life, my life, where I hear the Holy Spirit saying, Enough is enough, it's time to move forward. You might be saying, Hmm, that's interesting. Well, let me break it down so you know exactly who I'm preaching to. This morning, it is to anyone that is having a situation or condition or circumstance that is persisting. Sometimes you have an illness that won't go away. Sometimes you have a situation that refuses to leave. Sometimes it may be a diagnosis. You find yourself going to the doctor. Year after year. Getting treatment for the same trouble. It is you the Lord sent me this morning to say enough is enough. If you have any situation that is persisting, that is recurring, It may be a financial difficulty. If you have a circumstance that is there long enough, I hear the Spirit say, enough is enough. Let me give you more examples. It may be simple sinuses. Some of you, just year after year, you got used to it. You just expect, okay, at the month of so, 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 your nose is going to be blocked. Your eyes are going to be watery. You're going to need this. You're going to need that. And it's recurring year after year. Now you're getting used to it. The sinuses is controlling your life. I hear the Spirit say, enough is enough. It may be. A situation a relationship. You got involved with this person, before you realize it, you divorce. You got involved with another person, before you realize it, you divorce. You find another person. Now there's a pattern. Pattern of divorce. Pattern of separation. I hear the Spirit say, Enough is enough. It may be simple thing like having a miscarriage. The Lord bless you with pregnancy. You lost the baby. Then you decided to try again. And then you lost the second one. At some point, you have to have the courage to tell that old devil... Enough is enough. It may be married to failure. It may be business failure. You got involved in this business, it didn't work out. You start another one, it didn't work out. You try another one, it didn't work out. Now, if you're not careful, failure will dominate your life. At some point, you have to have the courage to say, enough is enough. You have to have the boldness to say to your situation, to your circumstance, to your condition, enough is enough. Please permit me to remind you, whatever you don't want in your life, just don't watch it grow. if it's a a yeast or a cyst or whatever it is in your body, you don't like it, just don't watch it. If you keep on watching it, it will stay there until you die. That may be 80 years in your face. But if you don't want it, then it is to you that God wants to empower this morning that you have to look that devil in the face and say, enough is enough. Tell your neighbor I got it. it. Now, we have to ask ourselves the question, Pastor, you are telling me to look at that circumstance, to look at that situation, to look at that condition, and speak to it and say, enough is enough. On what basis... By what authority, what do I have to be able to tell my situation, to be able to tell my circumstance, to be able to speak to the condition in my life that no more divorce in this house, no more miscarriages in this house, no more failure in this house? What is the basis for it? I'm glad you asked. That's why the Bible says, how can we hear without a preacher? Amen. And how can they preach except God send them? Amen. So I encourage you to pay attention. Please take note, a few days ago, we celebrated the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Am I right about it? But beside all the funfair, of Easter, and there's nothing wrong to have a good time, but you need to know spiritually, the purpose of resurrection is that our relationship that was broken with God is now restored. It's a story, you miss a good place to shout. We call it redemption. Amen. Amen. You know, every now and then you may mess around and lose your house or lose your property. But under the law, you have a number of days and weeks and months to go back and redeem your property. The same thing in the spirit. I always tell you, the Bible is not really complicated. We were lost. We were separated from God. But thank God for Jesus. He came and redeemed us. So we are now back into a rightful place. So our position has changed. So when you speak to a situation, enough is enough, it is because of your new position. That is why it's important that you're born again. Let me explain more deeper what I'm talking about. In the book of 1 Peter, chapter 5, verse number 10, the Bible says, After you have suffered for how long? A while. Take note of that. That's your new position as a result of resurrection. After you have suffered for a while. So it means you are not not permitted to suffer beyond a while. That is why you can tell a situation enough is enough if that sickness in your body is more than a while, ha, red red flag. I am amazed how much Christian tolerates. Believe me when I tell you I'm just another human being like you. But my appreciation of the Bible allow me to walk free And not allow my circumstance to dominate me. The Bible said, after you have suffered, for how long? A while. So it means you're not permitted to suffer beyond a while. If that sickness is going beyond a while, you better talk to it. If you continue to read that verse, it, is, it didn't stop there. It said, after you've suffered a while, then God will do five things. Can you read? Put that scripture back on the screen. It said, God will do five things, and He gave you a list of those five things. Number one, God will make you shout Amen. Number two, God will perfect you. Shout amen. Amen. Number three, God will establish you. Shout amen. Amen. Can you read? Is that in your Bible. Number four, God will strengthen you. Many of you, that's what you need this morning. You need strength. Physical strength, emotional strength, spiritual strength. You are too weak. You are not functioning in your regular speed. And it's time for you to look the devil in the face and say, enough is enough. After a while, after you've suffered a while, God will strengthen you. And you see one more thing. What will God do, number five? Say amen to that. God will say to you see I happen to be a lawyer I know about settlement your case don't want a dime until it is settled oh and I, I, I wish you could see my clients when I will call them and say the case is settled all of a sudden a big smile showed up I hear the Lord say this year God will settle your case open your mouth shout amen After you have suffered a while, no more than a while, God will settle you. i come back to tell somebody your case is overdue for settlement. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, you don't have to be going around with the same old, same old. Year after year, dealing with the same problem. In the name of Jesus, your case is settled today. You are not permitted to suffer beyond how long? A while. Tell somebody I got it. Now declare with your mind and shout, Enough is enough. (laughs) Say it again like you mean it. Enough is enough. Turn your Bible to the book of 2 Corinthians. Chapter 4, verse 17. I'm trying to help somebody today. The Bible says our light affliction is but for how long? Can you read? Whatever you're dealing with right now, the Bible says, it's only for a moment. Don't let that condition take a permanent residence in your life. Our light affliction is but for a moment. Say to your situation, Enough is enough. Say to your circumstance, enough is enough. Say to your condition, I'm not supposed to go through this more than just a moment. You are not permitted to be afflicted beyond a moment. Enough is enough. you have to look at that old devil your harassment is expired today enough is enough don't just read the bible use the bible apply it to your situation don't let the devil torment your children don't let the devil put you in unemployment for a whole year. Any affliction in your life is meant just for a moment. Look at the word of God again, the book of Psalms chapter 30, verse number five. See, I feel like I'm before a jury. I'm Proving my case so that you get an understanding. The Bible saying, all of you getting, get understanding. The Bible says, weeping may endure for how long? Is that in your Bible? Now, some of you have been weeping now for days, for weeks. For months. Some believe it or not have been weeping and uh, 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 for years. But the Bible says the Bible, the Bible, the Bible. The Bibles tell you how long your tears. One brother sing a few years ago, he said, Your tears is just temporary. I say, Finally, somebody got it. But why are you making a career out of being depressed? Why are you making a career out of being, being living with anxiety? You have to look that demon in the face and say, baby, enough is enough. Weeping, man, dear, for a night. Today, in the name of Jesus Christ, whatever goes beyond a night in your life, I canceled it in Jesus' name. You have wept for one night. That's all you are permitted to. You are not permitted to weep for two nights. Enough is enough. Weeping may endure for a night, but guess what comes in the morning? Somebody shout joy. Today, in the precious name of Jesus, I decree and I declare, it's morning time in your life. It's morning time in your business. It's morning time in your your family. It's morning time. Pastors, listen to me. Your ministry is morning time. Joy in the morning. Your weeping is over. Your tears are just a temporary. Your mourning is here. Your testimony is here. Open your mouth, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anything, if you're paying attention, anything beyond a moment... Anything beyond a while, anything beyond a night is too long. It's morning time. Hallelujah. And you got to watch your life. Take an inventory. If you see any ugly thing the devil is trying to do and it's beyond a moment, and it's beyond our wall. and it's beyond our night. You better speak to it. It is not permitted. It is illegal if I may use my lawyer time, it is illegal. It's not supposed to be there. The problem, ladies and gentlemen, is that too many of us, we are comfortable with failure. And as a result, we cannot become a success. Once you get you used, used to being sick, you cannot be healed. Can you handle this? I was born in the jungle, but the jungle is not in me. Every opportunity I was seeking, I got to get out of here. Don't get used to being sick. Don't get used to being a failure. It don't matter where you are located. It doesn't matter how long it is. You have to receive this revelation. Enough is enough. So it's time to take an inventory. Anything lasting more than a moment? Anything lasting more than a while? Anything lasting more than a night is illegal. One brother was sharing with me, say, said, Pastor, you're right. He said, I was dealing with a situation. Every time my wife is about to give birth to a baby, I will get involved in an automobile accident. He said, then I noticed a pattern. He said, after the third baby, he said, Pastor, I said exactly what you're saying. Enough is enough. Are you listening to me? I had an associate pastor here, a lawyer like me. He said, I wish I'd met you years before. See, this kind of teaching was absent in my life. I took the bar exam seven times before he could pass it. Seven times. Do you know what that means? Seven years after he graduated, he couldn't practice. What he needed is what I'm teaching you again and again have been teaching the same thing for 25 years. You have to look at that mountain and speak to your mountain and say enough is enough. Are you all still here? Today, in the name of Jesus, whatever is messing with you, whatever the devil is tying around your neck, we break that curse in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Anything that is causing secret shame. Do you understand what I mean by secret shame? A shame that you know but nobody else know. And sometimes the devil gets so comfortable that he will go beyond a secret shame. He'll give a public shame. But you have because of resurrection. See, I'm still in Easter mood. Because of resurrection. Because of Jesus' resurrection. The Bible said the same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives inside of you. that same power. You can look at that devil in the face and say enough is enough. Stop messing with my children. Stop messing with my health. Stop messing with my, my finance. I work too hard to stay broke. Enough is enough. Let me share this with you and I'll let you go. So how are we going to stop the devil? I'm glad you asked. Let me give you one or two weapons. Number one, you need to know Jesus believes what I'm preaching to you today. I wish I have time just to walk through the Bible with you. When you see Jesus say to a woman, that's that her back's been bent. The Bible says for 18 years, sister girl could not look up to see the sunlight. So when, when you see Jesus say, woman, thou art loose. That's a fancy translation of saying, enough is enough. It's been 18 years now. You've been troubling this woman for too long. The Bible is full of examples like that. One day, the grave was holding Lazarus. First day, second day, third day, the fourth day Jesus showed up. When you hear him say, Lazarus, comfort, that's his way of saying, enough is enough. you you held him for too long. When you see him speak to the winds and the waves, and he say, peace, be still. That's his way of saying. Storm, you've been troubling my boys for too long. Enough is enough. That is why I stop by to remind you, that same power. <laughs> that same power
0: that raised
2: Jesus from the dead. It lives inside of you. You don't have to put up with it. How do we do this, brother pastor? I'm glad you speak. I'm glad you're asking. It takes your faith. What did I say it takes? Your faith. In other words, you have to believe it when you say it. Faith is what turns a situation into a testimony. Hallelujah. Pastor, how you know that? Mark chapter 9 verse 23 say it this way. It say, Brother Baba, <laughs> Sister Sue, if you can believe, all things are possible to them that believe. When I got hold of that one first, my life has never been the same again. If you see anything good around me, it's a result of believing. Sometimes I have to believe against all odds. Sometimes I have to believe even when people around me don't believe what I believe. I have to to see through the eyes of Christ. God said it. I believe it. Whether you get it or not, it's still settled. If you can believe, all things are possible. It means your faith is the gateway to all things you can desire in your life. That condition, that situation you don't want, your faith can move that mountain. What is faith? Faith, ladies and gentlemen, is a display of your confidence in God. Against all, Lord, there comes a time. When you will make up your mind, like the woman with the issue of love, he said, I'm sick and tired of this. Enough is enough. I've been suffering from this sickness for 12 long years. I tried the hospital. I tried the doctor. I used up my insurance. I'm sick of this. Enough is enough. Then she stepped out by faith. She said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment. I know how we made it. I know she was not welcome as a person dealing with blood. She was not being allowed to come to the to the public. But when you are when you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, you're not going to be trying to fit into anybody's program. Nobody know like you know what you're dealing with. She said, enough is enough. But guess what happened at the end of the day? She got healed. That would be your testimony today. If you just have the courage to receive what I'm teaching you today and put your faith into action. When I say faith is a demonstration of your confidence in God. Notice that straight from your Bible. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 35. He said, don't cast away your confidence. Faith is a display of your confidence in God. And you have to get to the point in your life that you don't cast that away. Right. Folks will come to you and say, well, that's the same cancer that killed my mama. Right, no, that's your mama. <laughs> oh, glory. I didn't preach myself happy. Don't cast away your confidence. you got to hang in there. The one who has promised will perform it. Romans chapter 4, verse 20 is an example of what I'm preaching about. The Bible talks about Abraham. The Bible says, he did not stagger at the promise of God through unbelief. He hanging there. Storm may rise. Winds may blow. But make up your mind, I ain't moving. Until you bless me. I'm not going to change my mind concerning my future, concerning my children, concerning my business, concerning my ministry. I've made up my mind. For God, I'll live. For God, I'll die. Don't cast away your confidence. Abraham did not stagger. Unbelief was not welcome in his life. The Bible says he was strong in faith. Guess what he was doing every day? He'd get up giving glory to God. He'd get up every morning getting excited. Instead of saying, poor old man. reminds me of Dayton Williams. He'd get up all excited. Everybody, the prayer glory. glory. say, how you feel, bro. Hallelujah. <laughs> Abraham did not stagger through unbelief. He was strong in faith, giving glory to God every day. Don't matter what the stock market says, it's still a good day. It don't matter what, what is going on in the community, God is still good. It don't matter what's on the news. Is still a good day. The Bible says, Romans chapter 4, verse 21, you know why Abraham was excited and giving glory to God every day? He became fully persuaded. He became fully persuaded that God, what He has promised, he is able to do it. If you ever get to the point that you realize God is able, no sickness will persist in your life. Remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Bad Negro? Guess what they said? My God is able. You do what you want to do. Devil, you come bring your ugly self. But I know my God is able to heal me. My God is able to bring me through. My God is able to make a way out of no way. My God is going to fix it for me. Are you fully persuaded about that? Is today just another Sunday in your life? Faith is a force that will help you to invade the invisible world. There's a world in the invisible where all the spirit operates. Good spirit, bad spirit. If you want to be able to invade that world and get results, it will take your faith. Faith can never be beaten in a wall. Are you listening to me? How you know that, Reverend? Well, let me give you one more scripture. i got to stop. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 16. The Bible says, Ephesians chapter 6 verse 16. The Bible says, above all. This is something higher than everything else. Above all means above all.
1: <laughs>
2: Hallelujah. Above all, take the shield of faith. To do what? To quench every very dot of the wicked. Everything it throws at you. How are you gonna beat it? The shield of faith. How are you gonna overcome? unemployment for months and months and months? Shield of faith. How are you going to over, overcome repeated miscarriages? Shield of faith. How are you going to overcome financial struggle year after year? Shield of faith. How are you going to overcome that sickness that persists? you've been seeing the doctor now for six long years? How are you going to beat the earth? Shield of faith. And you know what? Everybody here got it. You got it. I got it. If you come to to Jesus Christ, he gives you the measure of faith. Am I right about it? You know how young people be singing? I got a shoe. You got a shoe. All God's children got a shoe. Well, remove the word shoe and put faith in it. Hallelujah. You got faith. I got faith. All God's children got faith. The question is, when are you gonna use it? God deliver me from a police that have a badge and a gun but can make no arrest. And too many coward soldiers in God's army. You see, oh man, I'm trying to stop. You see, this thing called faith is like your muscle. You got, you got to work it. If you don't work it, it won't work. You ever seen some people with floppy muscle? Don't look at nobody. And just because you see a big ham, that don't mean that's muscle. That's a swelling. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was no. You got to develop it. So when the devil raises on your head, you say, "Oh no, not in here. Oh no, no, no no, you're in the wrong church, not in here. Amen. Every now and then the devil will, will knock on your door. You got to turn it back to the sender. You gotta walk it. You gotta pump that muscle of faith. Every day. Encourage yourself. A little headache come upon you, you lay a hand on yourself. Hey, Self be healed in Jesus' name. Somebody told me, you know, in love, they say, Pastor, you know, you're scheduled to take your COVID shirt. This Friday, I say, yes, sir. They say, You need to be aware, I happen to be a scientist, you need to be aware this will be the side effect, this will happen, this will happen, that will happen. So you need to arrange for somebody to preach for you this Sunday. (laughs) The Sunday that I'm standing in front of you right now. I'm just giving you, it's a friend trying to help me, you know. God bless the scientists, we need them. And I listen, I listen, I say, thank you so much, sir. I, I feel you. I say, but there's something else I got to add to everything you've told me. The Bible says, if you lay hand on the sick, that's right, the sick shall recover. I say, well, I did not write this thing, I'm not that smart. But what I do is I have the audacity to believe what God said. And then sure up, as soon as I got fascinated, I thought everything was right. And then all of a sudden, I became feverish. I have a little machine in my house that you can put your head in. And take the temperature. And I notice it's a 104. Then I begin to have a flashback. Of everything my friend. And tell me. You know how the devil will remind you. He said, fool I told you so. Then thank God for Jesus. All of a sudden. The spirit of God. The Bible says, "When the enemy come like, ah, when the enemy come like a flood, the spirit of Almighty God will raise up a standard." When are you going to begin to exercise your faith muscle? You got it. I got it. All of us got it. I lay hand on myself. I I, I told God, I said, Lord, you know Sunday is coming. Hallelujah. I say it's Friday, but Sunday is coming. Hallelujah. Jesus, in case you don't know, he was crucified on Friday. I feel like preaching that. Oh, thank God. Sunday is coming. I kept telling God, Sunday is coming. I lay hand of myself and say, Sunday is coming. You send me to preach the gospel. You send me to tell everybody there is a God who can heal your body. There is a God who can fix your situation. There is a God who can mend every broken
1: heart. There
2: is a God. My wife asked me, how you doing? I say, I'm all right. <laughs> you sure you're all right? I say, I'm all right. She said, you look tired. I said, no, I'm all right. She said, you need you need to go take some Tylenol. I said, thank you very much, man. I kept, every time she would say something, I would count tired. I know she cared for me, but she's looking at symptoms. But I kept telling her, Telling all of heaven. Jesus died on Friday. It was silent on Saturday. But all Sunday morning. The Bible says he got up. He got up with all power in his hand. And I want to encourage somebody today. Use your faith. Use your faith. Speak to that mountain. Enough is enough. And if you tell that mountain be removed and be cast down, the Bible says if you believe what you say and you did not doubt in your heart, that's Mark eleven twenty three. He said you will have. you will have not what they say not what he say, but not what she said. you will have what you say by faith I'm standing before you this morning encouraging you I'm going to ask all of our worship team to come back if you're able to stand to your feet and I want to encourage you to take an inventory of your life I don't know what's going on. I share my own shortcomings, my own my own challenges. My children would tell me, "Why you tell everybody your business?" I say, "Because I ain't got no business. If it helps somebody, don't let the devil take a permanent residence in your life." I'm going to ask our prayer leaders to come forward. If you are here today, and there's a situation, I've been there, there's a situation, and the Lord used my doctor to help me one day, because he gave me all those medications, and then I ask a simple question, Sir, how long do I have to take? You know, I'm a lay person. I didn't know much science. Dr. Beffu, yes, I said it. He told me, for the rest of your life, Ah, I wish he had never said that. But when he said that, it triggered something in my spirit. I began to remember the word of the Lord. Anything more than a while, anything more than a moment, anything more than a night, is illegal. I shook his hand. I said, thank you. You, You're a good doctor. You've done a good job. I said, now I've got to talk to another doctor. His name is Jesus. He never lost one patient. Enough is enough. If you're here today and you have a circumstance or situation, you see one of these brothers in the law, deacons, ministers, deaconesses, come to them and whisper that situation in their hearing so they can specifically. There's a difference between a general prayer and a specific prayer. And the Lord will honor you for your humility. The Bible says if you confess me publicly, I will honor you how? Publicly. Publicly. So why the music is playing, and those of you at home, you say, Pastor, how can I benefit from this? There's a number under the screen. Dial that number. There are ministers of the gospel waiting by the telephone to pray with you, to help you, to anoint you, to be a blessing to you. That's what this ministry is all about. One thing I found out about my teaching There's nothing I'm preaching to you that I have not experienced. I cannot take you where I've never been. I know what it is to be sick for a long time. I know what it is to be unemployed for a long time. I know what it is for the enemy to be troubling and tormenting my soul for too long. I got the revelation enough is enough yeah. enough is enough enough is enough Father I thank you thank you for your spirit in the house thank you for revelation knowledge Lord thank you for songs of Zion our music our prayer, our preaching our giving All to the glory of God
1: Have your way in
2: this house No more bondage We bind every attack of the enemy We cancel out every assignment Of any demon trying to operate in our life We say yes and amen To your promises in our life Yes and amen to your will Yes and amen to your ways Thank you, Holy Spirit. Bless your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Whew. What a mighty God we serve. Shackles have been broken right now. Hallelujah. Chains are loose. Hallelujah. Now I can dance. Now I can shout. He that the Son of God set free is free indeed. No more shackles. No more bondage. No more sickness. No more disease. No more failure. Enough is enough. It is so. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, minister. Have your way.
0: That we're free because enough is enough. Somebody shout, enough is enough. It's enough is enough. And clap your hands like this. We have a message we want to encourage you with. With this, we say, I have a message. I, I have, have a message, message just for you, and it's in His word. It's in it His word. I know it's true. It doesn't matter what, it you're, doesn't going matter through. what you're going through. We declare that I know that I the know Lord the will, will see you through. Say trouble don't last trouble always. Don't last. And clap your hands if you believe it. Trouble don't last, trouble always. Don't last always. The man has the class. Cla- so we receive it that trouble, don't last, trouble don't last always. Sing it again. Say I have a message just for you. I have a just for you. It's in, his word. I know it's it's in true. his word, I know it's true. Say it doesn't matter what, it you're, going doesn't matter what you're going through. through. I know the Lord will see you through. If you believe believe it, open up your mouth and say, Trouble don't last always. Say, Trouble don't last always. always." We believe that trouble don't last. last Say, Trouble don't last always. always." He's already said it, so we're going to say it again. Say, We've been made. But joy is going to come in the morning. When will it come? Say, we've been made to a polar night. But joy. Sing it again. Say, we've been made to a polar night. But joy coming. It's only for a while. Say, we've been made to a polar night. But joy. When will it come? If you So we said, say, everybody don't, last say don't, last. don't last, trouble don't last. Say do don't Everybody said, don't last. Trouble oh, don't last Everybody say, trouble don't last Oh, oh, all-